Welcome back to the World Trade Webcast. I'm Greg Sandler, president of thinkglobal.com, the B2B network for global trade leads. This week on the World Trade Webcast, we're talking with Charles Dietrich, vice president of regional trade initiatives for the National Foreign Trade Council, about the implications of the midterm elections on the nation's international trade policy agenda. Chuck, today I thought we could talk a bit about the Obama administration's national export initiative, which was launched in 2010 as a federal initiative to help U.S. companies increase exports, expand into new markets, and compete globally. So the question to start is, can the Obama administration unilaterally continue its efforts related to the NEI despite the changing landscape in D.C.? Well, you know, I don't think it's a matter of whether or not they can or they will. I think it's inevitable, and they're being swept along with the tide that we're seeing in the country. Um, you know, the National Export Initiative was started at, uh, at low tide. It was started during the 2008 recession, I believe, and um, it really served to focus everyone to, to see the importance and the strategic value and the comprehensive approach of everything that the government does from many different quarters um, to come together to help U.S. companies. Um, I think that combined with uh, the, a greater awareness of what what's offered that's occurred over the last few years um, and with the, the surging economy, the changing economy, um, it, it's surging in some places, not in others, um, and that's something that we need to work on to, to raise it across the board. Um, but we're seeing really fundamental changes in bringing manufacturing back to the United States, changes in technologies with 3D printers, um, the amazing um, transformation in Pennsylvania and North Dakota with the, the energy landscape. And I think all of that shows the, the, a bit of the vision that uh, the NEI prepared, you know, got everyone prepared to really, um, you know, for takeoff. Excellent, excellent points. And you've been in the trenches in terms of trade policy now for several decades. How important is exporting when it comes to job creation? It's, it's critical. You don't, you don't have job creation and the momentum without it. Um, for far too long, you know, we constantly hear, why aren't American companies in this market? You know, I see this European company or this Asian company. And you know, the fact is, it's because we have such a huge market at home. Um, if every country had the size of internal market that the United States did, they'd all be faced with this issue. But if you take the extra step and you're competing internationally, then you're doing all of your business and all of your services or manufacturing at the highest global level. And it keeps you at the top of your game. It keeps, keeps your company at the most competitive it can be. Um, and it just, it just feeds the momentum. If you were going to articulate two or three policy issues uh, over the next two years, so taking us through the end of the Obama administration related to trade policy, what do you think the most significant issues are that, that you'd like to see addressed either uh, by the administration and or by Congress? I think that we're going to, um, hopefully within um, the next year or so it will get to Congress, will be um, significant, you know, amazing trade negotiations that are taking place on, on both sides of the, of the country, uh, in the Atlantic and the Pacific, um, with the trade and uh, the TTIP, um, with the European Union, 
the trade negotiation and that which hopefully we're almost to the finish line with the Trans-Pacific Partnership, uh, which involves 12 countries of, of the Asia-Pacific region. Those agreements are going to do a couple of things. They're going to continue to open new markets and they're going to create market access and remove barriers for U.S. companies to, to be able to work overseas. They're going to um, raise the standards of the rules of the road so that whether it's related to services or investment or rules of origin, um, we'll be able to be, U.S. companies will be able to be more efficient in, in reaching those markets. And then dealing with the regulations, I think if you're going to look at a buzzword for trade policy in the next year or two, it's going to be regulatory cooperation. You know, we've seen this, the United States small business has dealt with this for years. How do you make the government, the regulations serve both the consumers and the environment and the businesses who keep everything running? And we're taking that, you know, that challenge and we're moving that into international markets. So we see regulatory cooperation as a key part of the Trans-Pacific Partnership. We see of how we're going to work with the European Union to get rid of rules that you know just make no sense when you're dealing and talking about a transatlantic economy. Uh, both both very good policy issues, I think, to focus on, and and I'd like to to return uh, later in the week again to talk a little bit more about the free trade agreements. Um, that's all the time we have today. Uh, please join us tomorrow as we continue our discussion with Chuck Dietrich on the implications of the midterm elections on the nation's trade policy agenda. And for our latest schedule of upcoming webcasts, subscribe to us with any of the links below and bookmark this page. All of our previous webcasts can be found online at thinkglobal.com webcast. And thanks for watching.